welcome to the Increased Odds Podcast. I am your host, Justin, with my co-host, Nolan, and this is going to be our review of Week 1 College Football. So, I think overall, what do we end up? Not very good. Five and five. Did we pick ten games? Yes, we picked ten games. Okay. And we five did and go five. It's not five terrible. Five. Not terrible. It's. I mean, it's not a money making weekend because you gotta with the parlays and stuff. You gotta be well over the five hundred mark and hit those three teams and stuff. So, um, yeah. You want to start with our? Uh, I think we'll start with the Purdue game just because that one was you probably would. the worst <laughs> you, game you of the would start with the Purdue game. Well, I want to start with our picks of the week. I mean, we can start with the Minnesota game if you want. No, was Purdue like the first game. But Purdue's fine. Purdue. It was the Purdue biggest letdown of the yeah entire that, day. So yeah, I agree. Biggest letdown. That's why I wanted to start with. <laughs> I just because we were both pretty high on Purdue coming into the season. A lot higher than most people in college football, and then they just, they lose straight to, to Fresno State. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it was an ugly yeah. game early in the game. Purdue should have got out to a huge lead, but their defense kind of looked like crap all game. And even after the start of the third quarter, though, I was like, okay, they got it pretty well wrapped up should be shouldn't be a problem and then they get outscored from that point 22 to 7 they were because they were up 28 to 17 they return the opening the second half kickoff for a touchdown and i was like okay we're good and then nope just look like crap their defense was horrible it was only three and a half points, right? Like it was yeah, pretty yeah, low. It was three and a small half. spread. So they were they were up eleven. I was like, okay, easy. Their offense looked pretty decent. Their defense had struggled most of the game, but their offense looked decent. When they get up eleven, I'm like, okay, we're good. They win by four, or they win big and blow the game open. But instead, they just lose straight. Yeah, so I didn't really watch a whole lot of the game. I didn't, like, like, I saw some of the highlights and stuff, but, like, what I did see, like, I was expecting Hudson Card, their quarterback, to have a pretty decent game. He looked like he was throwing some good passes, and they were moving the ball. I mean, they scored 35 points, so it wasn't like they no, their offense, all game their offense. No, their offense looked good. The problem with it was their defense would get down to third and ten plus like every single drive and let it up. It was third and long like every single set of downs it felt like. Uh, Fresno State went 11 for 17 on third downs. And I swear all 17 of those were third and long and they got 11 of them. Just ugly, ugly football. Yeah, so... It was I a hard game you, to watch. I think you and I both were, uh, I don't know, we're high in Purdue. I think we underestimated how bad their defense potentially was going to be. And uh, 
yeah, kind of, kind of bit us on this one because we, I mean, we were both on that Purdue game. Yes, I was gonna pick it if you didn't. So yeah, like, that, that was... game was getting picked one way or the other. So, um, I mean, then we can go to your bright spot, the Tulane game. We'll just do the our pick of the weeks first, I guess. So yeah, that was a bright spot, and it never felt like that was in jeopardy at all. They just led the whole game and just kind of routed South Alabama. Yeah, I mean, they won by 20. It was, what, a six-point spread? Yeah, six and a half. So. And they were up 14 at halftime. I mean, it was 24 to 10 at the half. Like, yeah, I just, that whole game, you're just like, yeah, Tulane, coast to victory. Not really too worried about it. Start to finish. Yeah. Um, but I was giving you crap because I had a couple of wins on the board before you got your first win, and I'm like, "Are you gonna get any uh, W's on that board?" <laughs> or <laughs> not gonna lie, I was really rooting against Oregon State, so that after you were talking all that crap, we ended up tied on the week anyway. I was kind of rooting against Oregon State too. <laughs> not gonna lie, but we'll get to that reasons. later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for completely different reasons, but. All right, we'll go through my two picks of the week, and then we'll get to uh, why we both hate Oregon State. That has very little to do with Oregon State. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I had Miami, or not Miami, Minnesota as a seven-point favorite against Nebraska. And, I mean, that was just an awful game to watch and to witness and <laughs> to be a part of. Yeah, I hope no one else watched that game because it was the most boring, pathetic, horrible display of football I've ever seen. Yeah, just nothing it, happening. Yeah, it it was absolutely pathetic football. Minnesota wins thirteen to ten, and it was just not great at all. I I mean Minnesota. I thought Minnesota was gonna cover early. They went up early, got a field goal. They were kind of moving the ball a little bit, but I I didn't really have much hope for it, honestly, <laughs> from the start. But Nebraska's um, only scores a fumble trick play that they got lucky and ended up scoring. Well, and we'll see. I don't know if this is like an indication of. Nebraska or Minnesota, or if they're both just terrible teams, but kind of thinking they're both just terrible teams. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but I mean, we'll see. I am a lot higher on Nebraska this year than I think most people as well. I'm just not sure about Minnesota. Minnesota, I thought would be a top four team in their division. Kind of thought. Nebraska would be decent this year, but not anything special. And then kind of year two under Matt Rule, I was thinking that they might start making a run for it or something. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Ugly game of football. Your team almost pulled it off and then one broken play and it could have happened. But 
no I mean, faith in the game the whole time. Still, like you said. Yeah. So then we'll get to the Iowa game. I mean, obviously, uh, the Iowa under, what was it, 43? Yes. Um, I think, what they score? 38 or something? They almost got there. Yeah, but I never felt like it was in real jeopardy. No, it was a late touchdown that got it to 38 with a two-point conversion. Like, it wasn't anything crazy. But I do owe Iowa a little bit of an apology because I did say they would not score 24 points in that game, and they did reach 24 points in that game. So... (laughs) True. To be fair, Um, though, they did cover the spread. I mean, they didn't. Sorry. They did not cover the spread. To be yeah, fair to was, your statement. Well, yeah, the spread was 23 and a half. I said I don't think they'll even score 24. So even in a shutout game, they're not going to hit <laughs> the spread. But they would have covered the spread if they yeah, had shut out. Yeah, their defense just played Utah better. State. Yeah. I, and I honestly, I have definitely expected uh, a shutout in that game. I'm honestly surprised they had. Utah State had 329 yards of offense. It's kind of surprising to me, but we'll see. I think uh, Cade gives them a better option at quarterback than they had last year. I I think you'll see a better Iowa offense this year than they had last year. I don't know if the defense will be as good because that defense was shut down. I mean, there was games the defense scored more points than the offense. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was it was ridiculous. Just last ridiculous year. defensive stats, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and a lot of that has to do with how bad the offense was, not always <laughs> I mean it's a good defense if you're scoring points, but you also want a game like two to three, so <laughs> or some crazy I forgot what the score was, but it was some stupid thing like that last year. Iowa was there was something else last year, let me tell you. <laughs> Um. So yeah, I guess on our picks of the week, we each went one and one. Didn't hit any of our two games, so not too great there. Um, uh, the biggest surprise to me was Purdue. I really expected Purdue to easily cover that three and a half point spread. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest upset of my my thinking. For the weekend, I don't yeah. know how that how that happened, but yeah, I I easily Purdue three and a half cover. I was more worried about Tulane, and Tulane just rolled. Yep. The least surprise to me was probably the Iowa under, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like that was pretty easy. All right, we'll we'll do my uh my three games then. I guess. So I went two and three with my Miami, USF, South Florida, and Oregon State. Um, I mean, Miami, Miami and Oregon State really just, it wasn't that much of a fight. They were kind of just dominating the whole way. Oregon State was up 18 at the half. I think Miami was. Oh yeah, those were pretty complete. handily. Like yeah. you just you weren't worried about it the whole way. 
Like, Never thought those were losing, yeah. But I do see why you wanted Oregon State to lose just so that we tied with money and everything. <laughs> well, obviously. We each went two wins and yeah. One one pick from each set. Yeah. So um but then that brings me to the South Florida game. It was I, the reason I wanted Oregon State to lose is because of the way South Florida didn't cover that game was just the most absurd thing I've watched in a while. So they're down 10 points with, I think, like five minutes left, four minutes left to go in the yeah, game. It was, it was yeah. And just, South Florida just needs to run the clock out. I mean, they're not going to run the clock out. They're going to try to score, but... They just need to get, like, one first down, and there's not enough time. Like, a first down and punt or whatever, and there's not enough time for Western Kentucky to do anything. They'll probably just take a couple knees and, like, run the clock out. Yep. And South Florida ends up getting strip-sacked for a touchdown to lose by 17. And we're getting 11 and a half on that game. So, we just need the clock to run out, and somehow they give up a strip sack. Oh, yeah, there was two minutes and 51 seconds when Western Kentucky got that last touchdown. Yeah. So, yeah, you just need one first down, and then there's not enough time for Western Kentucky to, like, try anything. Like, you just run the clock out. Who cares? It was just so devastating. And then what? And then South Florida got down inside, like the fifteen yard line, at the end of the game. And I'm like, just, just get a touchdown, just cover. I, I, I don't care what about the final score. Western Kentucky, just stop trying. You already got the win. Who cares? Just let me have this. But to lose your three game parlay on a strip sack fumble, run back for a touchdown. <laughs> is just ridiculous. I mean, it's what a two hundred dollar swing. Yeah, yeah, just under a two hundred dollar swing. Yeah, like one seventy five. Yeah, yeah, like that's crazy. I I just no, it was just devastating. So that's kind of why I wanted Oregon State to lose, just so that that three game parlay. <laughs> That stupid one play at the end of that game didn't cost us a hundred. Yeah, uh, it's almost as bad as the Falcons game last year. <laughs> almost as bad. I don't know how you're gonna fumble the ball when no one touched you, but just drop the ball. <laughs> they figured it out. <laughs> yeah. So we can get uh to your picks. I don't know if you want to start with the good, the bad, or the ugly. Well, I guess we'll start with the terrible, which was the Florida Gators in Utah. I picked the over in that game. Felt like a pretty safe pick. Even watching the game, I was like, okay. There were two missed field goals, an interception on a drive where they were driving, and just two turnover on downs. It was just an ugly game. It was just an ugly game. Again, I... Still felt pretty comfortable until towards the very end, which. But it ended badly. Florida looks awful. Utah 
honestly, even after watching that game, looks awful. Um, yeah, the over, I mean, they scored 35 points. The over-under was 44. 44. Yeah. And, and like, Florida scored 11 points. Like, you expect Florida to get to 20, right? <clears throat> right. And like I said, two turnover on downs, two missed field goals. There's just a lot that happened in that game where I was like, okay, we're getting something going. Florida's driving to start the second half. Okay, we're getting turnover on downs. Florida's driving their next drive. Turnover on downs. Utah misses a chip shot field goal. It's just like, all right, this is never, it's not meant to be. It's not meant to be. Um, And then Illinois is the next winning winning pick clearly a great pick there playing a nobody team and really they should have lost oh yeah ugly yeah ugly game pick on justin in the big 10 but the big 10 all look like crap including ohio state maybe michigan looked okay that's the only shining light i'll give them but everyone else looked like absolute trash and Michigan should have clear sailing this year yeah I'll well, just put we'll it that see. way we'll see it's week one and you got a lot of new quarterbacks starting I mean specifically Ohio State and Penn State so you gotta imagine the offensive play for them is gonna get better as the season goes on but yeah Michigan's the only team that like had their game in hand at halftime and just yeah, kind of coasted in the second half. Yeah, they're resting their starters already or letting other guys have opportunities early. <clears throat> yeah, and, and everyone's ragging on Michigan. I mean, because the final score doesn't look that great. It was 30-3, to and, like, Ohio State's was 23-3 to against, you know, a Power 5 team on the road. But... Ohio State starters were in the entire game. Right. Start Michigan to finish. sat there halfway through the third quarter, and Michigan starters didn't score on the first drive. They punted, and then the last drive that their starters were in, they turned it over on downs at the goal right, yeah. line. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what more you want the starters to do. They scored almost every drive. Like every time, yeah, every time they touch like, the football, you they're touch scoring. the ball, you get a, you get points. Like that's what you expect your offense to do and then JJ looked I, I he looked good. He looked a lot better than last year. He's putting the ball on position and they're actually like throwing passing touchdowns in the red zone whereas last year they didn't matter who they played. If they got in the red zone it was guaranteed field goal or zero points. Like they could not score red zone touchdowns last year at all. So I was actually pretty satisfied with the way Michigan looked. But, again, going back to my point, the rest of the Big Ten, oh my gosh, I've never seen slower, more pathetic football in my entire life. Entire I, life. I don't know, this uh, Florida State-LSU game's pretty, pretty abysmal. I mean, it is, but they, at least, watching those this game compared to those games, they got... Way more athletes on the field. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. They're way faster. Their defense is faster. Their offense is faster. It looks like a completely different football. It's like watching a high school game compared to a college game. 
That being said, uh, I just watched a third and six where LSU receiver got hit right in the hands and just dropped it. Now they have well, to Florida State's dropped just about every pass that's true <laughs> first down they've had. That's true. And that they was... missed about 8,000 tackles in the game. Oh, that's true, too. But, again, oh, he decided to catch the ball this time, though, on the punt. Yeah, instead of letting it roll to the one-yard line. Yep. But that leads me to my last game, Coastal Carolina. And the whole game, I, heck, at some points I was thinking they were even going to win. The whole game I was super comfortable. And then right at the end, uh, I thought it was a for sure loss. It went from super comfortable the whole game, they might even win, to, oh, crap, they're going to lose. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean they're going to thir- not cover. It's 13 to 14 at the end of the third quarter. <laughs> like, yeah, UCLA looked like they couldn't do anything. And then they scored 13 points in the fourth quarter to <laughs> give you give you a good sweat there. A good heart you attack, yeah. 14 and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, it was 14 yeah. and a half. Yeah, that half point. <clears throat> Half point saved you, but yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, no, I was I was with you. I thought Coastal Carolina might pull that out. I was like, holy crap, picking against UCLA <laughs> every week. Holy cow, what is this game? No, Coastal Carolina is just that good. Oh, oh okay. It's one of the two, man. One of the two, <laughs> and that's where my San Jose State, um, Oregon State pick came from, because everyone was. I told you I was watching the Rutgers game, and at halftime, both the guys picked San Jose State. One of them picked San Jose State to win that game straight. <laughs> and I was like, and then the line Three shifted wins. from uh, 16 to 14 points. So I was like, well, the line went against us. These guys are picking San Jose State. Like, what did I miss on San Jose State? And they were looking at, last week's game against USC as a referendum in San Jose State, whereas I was looking at last week's game as a referendum on USC's lack of defense. Yeah. So I looked at it and said, well, USC just doesn't have a defense. That's why San Jose State was scoring and moving the ball and looking good. And you were right. I was right. (laughs) (laughs) You were right. Because, I mean, yeah, they won by 25 points, but... Yeah, and that's it, it was another touchdown. game that was... Yeah. Never felt like you were losing. Yeah, I mean, the San Jose State got a late touchdown. It's one of those where, like, they were, like, up 13, and I was kind of... 20-something. Like, they were up, and I was like, man, like, one San Jose State touchdown or something just really screws me. So just kind of score another touchdown, Oregon State. But, I mean, they scored four, San Jose State scored 14 in the fourth quarter of their 17 points, so it's kind of like, because eh. you just, you know what I mean, late in those games, a team that's up big just kind of stops trying because who cares? Right, right. They no, get a late touchdown yep. to get the backdoor cover, and it's like, oh, thank you. But, <laughs> Luckily, Oregon State's offense. No shenanigans. Yeah. Their backup scored. That's really what helped us out. 
they pulled the starter quarterback and the backup scored. So, but yeah, overall, I mean, not a terrible weekend for us. I mean, we went five and five. Like, it's not a great weekend, but. Uh, I mean, yeah. Getting into the swing of things, starting out not the greatest, but still so happy to uh, have football back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's week one, too, so you're still trying to learn, figure out what team's doing what and where everyone's at. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of hoping that next week can, we can get a little bit better at least one of our parlays. That'd be nice. Yeah, that would definitely help. But we got NFL back next week too, so we'll be doing probably three college games, two NFL games. Or do you want to just... Do you want to keep that format? I guess we can kind of talk about it now. You want to keep that format, or do you want to just do a mix of everything? Like, just do three regular picks, two picks of the week, two. and yeah, I, I, I actually pick, like pick that between better. NFL or college. Yeah, I like that better. And you just kind of, I feel like it's gonna, games. Lead, it's gonna lead us to a lot less NFL games, but I don't know. I kind of like the NFL games, so. Okay, mister, the NFL's definitely rigged. That's why I like it. If you can figure <laughs> out how it's rigged, then easy wins. What do you mean? That oh, okay. just fits into my point even more. Did you uh, see my text? I was watching one of the pre-games, the pre-ga- uh, preseason games, and they uh, have a commercial about how the NFL scripted. Oh, yeah, I did see your text. I didn't see the commercial, but I did see your text. I was like, this is the most absurd thing I've ever seen. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. I I think it might be scripted. They're just out here telling us it is. I was going to say, I (laughs) 100% still think it is. Like, the NFL is just like, hey, guys, this is totally scripted. I mean, we're going to put it in a quote-unquote joke format so that you don't. But, yeah, I'm just like, how tone deaf are you when people are like, hey, this is scripted, and you're just like, yeah, we're just going to yeah. say it's scripted. We're, it probably <laughs> is. <laughs> you guys are probably right. Oh, like, interesting. What? Yeah, so, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I, yeah, I, I, I just don't get it. I will say, though, I did get some, like, weird free bet from Caesars. So if I bet $50... On a team to win the Super Bowl, every win they get, I get a five. Every win they get during the season, I get a five dollar free bet. Up to fifty dollars. That that's kind of cool. So like, so I just put it on the Jets. I'm like, yeah, the Jets should win ten games. And if it's if it's truly scripted and it's Aaron Rodgers' swan song, yeah. I can win a bunch of money at like plus sixteen hundred for the Jets to win the Super Bowl. But if they win just 10 games, I get that $50 back anyway. Yeah, win-win for you. Yeah. So, I don't know. Is it, is it interesting? Caesars and MGM do, like, really weird, like, bets and 
bonuses like that. It's, I don't know. I had another one where it was like a $25, like just basically if your parlay loses, they'll give you your bet back up to 25 bucks. They do that a lot. So I just put in stupid parlays like, hey, maybe it'll hit. If not, I get my money back and I can like bet a normal parlay. <laughs> yeah, true. I can just do a normal bet with my $25. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not really out anything. But if it, if the stupid parlay hits, then, you know, good on me. So, yeah, I don't know. Those sites are, they're interesting. There's got a lot of different things to them. Whereas Bovada's more bonus money oriented, I feel like. Oh, yes, for sure. It's just, hey, put $100 on, we'll give you an extra Fifty dollars, fifty bucks, percent yeah. of what you put on, up to two hundred or whatever, and it's like, all right, cool, Deal. <laughs> <laughs> cool, free money. So, yeah, it's just I don't know. They all got their different ways of doing stuff, and I just, I wonder if, I don't know, some states have rules against free money, potentially type, type stuff. Um, that's why the the bigger, I'm going to say, quote-unquote, legit sites. Not that is not a legit site, but they're just, I don't know. No, kinda, I know what you're saying. Kind of work outside the standard legal system, I guess. I don't know. They're just, they're just different. I think it's because they're probably not an American company, so they just kind of do right. things their own way. They don't, don't really, really care, care what the regulations are. Right. So, um, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just, I'm assuming one of those legalized sites has something like that going on. Yeah. All right. Well, my headset died, so. <laughs> I so can kind of hear you. All right. Um, but I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Not really. I think we pretty well covered everything. Okay. Well, so, yeah, we're recording this, I don't know, during the LSU-Florida State game, so, I don't know, is the score still 17-17? I haven't been looking at it. Nope, FSU just scored. They went for a fourth and one and uh, faked up the middle and did a little screen pass that almost scored, and then the next play was a fake handoff walk it in by the quarterback. So, LSU now in command of that game. Yeah, nice. All off yeah, of an LSU wide-open receiver dropping the ball. Yeah, I was telling you in the first half that, like, LSU should win this game by 30. Florida State couldn't do anything. Their receivers are dropping passes, and LSU's just running up and down the field, and now they're losing. Like, I don't know. Well, that's what I told you. LSU deserves to lose with the play calling one. Worst play calling I've ever seen in the history of ever. Great play calling, and then they get down into scoring position, and they're doing fake handoffs up the middle and doing the most obvious slow plays that Florida State's bringing everybody. You give the ball, like you said, on the fourth and one play. Give the ball to the running back. He 
probably scores off it, let alone gets it up. But instead, they fake the handoff. You know Florida State's bringing everybody. Call a play like Florida State did where you fake the handoff and do a little dump pass right away because everyone's up the middle. But, yeah, no, no LSU deserves to lose this game, and they are the better team. From what I've seen so far, they're a lot better team, and they deserve to lose yeah. this game because of their coaching. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree. It, it I mean, it kind of reminds me a lot of Michigan against TCU last year, though. Like, you just try to get too that, cute down by the goal line and just – run the ball forward. You just need to go forward. I don't know why you're trying to do all this lateral fake trickery crap. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then one, you can run every play and get good amount of yards, but their passing game has been wide open, and then I don't know. They just do some questionable stuff moving up the field, too. But, I don't know. They should definitely have scored 60 points themselves in this game, and they only got 17. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Agreed. I mean, they should at least have 10 more points than what they do. Right. At a minimum. That's like the worst-case scenario. Right. Especially with Florida State roughing everybody. They got like 72 personal foul penalties. Yeah, all of which I don't even agree with, but... Aren't. Yeah, none of them are actually that bad. But the one game we didn't talk about that I kind of was thinking we probably should is the uh, Colorado game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the Speaking of TCU. Yeah, right? The, uh, yeah, I just, TCU, I, TCU might just be a really bad team this year also. That's true. But I definitely was not buying the hype of Colorado coming into this season and for them to win week one against TCU, I think it was pretty impressive, especially a team that won one game last year. Yeah. And I even, I'm kicking myself. Cause I even said at the, like one of our last podcasts last year that, Oh, Deion Sanders going to Colorado. I'm placing a bet on them to <clears throat> win it all and uh, picking them every game. And then I just didn't do anything. Just yeah, completely ignored I, it. Yeah, we'll see. I'm actually curious. I know we weren't going to do a little preview, but I'm curious what the spread for next week's game is. Yeah. Colorado bites Colorado. They're only a three-point favorite after that game. In Colorado, too. And we both watched Nebraska. <laughs> I just I I I don't know. I, I'm I'm saying I'm calling it right now. Get get that spread before it shoots to Colorado by ten. We'll see. We'll fight over that pick. No, I just it seems like a crazy crazy bet. I just or pick. I just don't. How is that guy that wide open? And how does he drop it? <laughs> If I had a dollar for every drop in this LSU Florida State game, like we would be free rolling this entire podcast. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's just I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, I mean, it's way underthrown, but it was a terrible. Yeah, it was a terrible pass. A good pass. He walks in the end zone, or he drops it on the run. I should say, but uh, 
But still, you gotta catch that. You oh, really, yeah, you should sure. come back to the ball. Like, what in the world? That was... <laughs> he was All worried right. about scoring a touchdown. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but he definitely wasn't catching the ball. It's about as much as I know. Holy crap! All right, well, that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. Um. We should probably, I think we'll do our picks Wednesday, probably. So we can get them in before the Thursday games. Yes, sir. Check back. Probably Thursday afternoon, we'll post the episode. Um, Usually around noon is when I'll schedule it to post. So check back for the picks for next week about Thursday. At noon, Eastern time, because I know Nolan and his weird Central time. <laughs> Get in the real time zone, Nolan. <laughs> but yeah, so that'll do it for us. Um, look for the picks Thursday, and hopefully, you all did better than we did with our five hundred picking bullcrap games so 500 not bad but we want to be 70 percent 100 well we want to be 100 (laughs) percent but i think we might cancel the pod if we hit 100 percent because we made too much money we broke broke bovada broke the internet but and clearly yeah, the world's so, coming to an end. So until next time, catch you guys Thursday with our with our picks for week two. Well then, have a good one. Mm-hmm.